This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Well, Ben, uh, Ben's got his next staycation planned right now because he just was getting his Cyber Monday <laughs> deals on your email. Let it, what did you get? Uh, let's see. I can get uh, 25% off my heartworm medication for our dogs okay. and our vets. So that's good. And I can get $10 off a $50 gift card at Roundtable Pizza. Oh, on a gift card? Yeah. So buy a... $50 gift card for $40. Yes. Turn right around, use, use it, it, get pizza, That's take it 20% home. 20% off pizza, baby. And then there was a Peacock one as well. Oh, yeah. You can subscribe to Peacock, I think. I mean, there's for probably cheaper. a Padres game on Peacock next season at some point. But, so. like, what an ideal staycation. Yeah. Take some heartworm meds, eat a pizza, <laughs> and watch a movie on Peacock. Your kids will be in hog heaven. They'll think that they've died and gone to Maui. That's a good question. What's the dumbest Cyber Monday deal you've seen so far Ooh, today? Oh, that is a good one. I, I, I literally have more in my... <laughs> emails in my inbox today than I've had any other day this year. Oh, yeah. I've, like I've... 40 offers already this morning. I've already taken up a few of them. Have you? Yeah. Oh, no. You're such a sucker. <laughs> God, you're an idiot. I'm getting deals. They just they go after you. I'm getting deals, man. Come on. Such a sucker. Come so, on. Uh, who was here this weekend? Now you're just teasing me. Well, who knows the validity Potential of it, free agent. What? The, who knows if it's it's true or not. But uh, listen, the uh, one of the, the people, A.J. Preller's long been linked to this guy. And there was a, there's a caller. I've called him the worst caller in sports uh, radio history. Well, you know who I'm talking about. Calls in the Coach's Show. He's actually a featured guest on Coach's Show quite a bit. Um it's his own segment. Remember he called Coach at one time was bitching about us. And he said, all these guys do is talk about Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo. Everybody wants Joey Gallo. Nobody on this show ever wanted Joey Gallo. Never once. They made fun of us for even mentioning Joey Gallo. But they said we like would do segments on it, which is absurd. People hear what they want to hear. Joey Gallo, Ben, is a, is a name that's been tied to the Padres for many, many years now. And everyone always says about Joey Gallo, hey, man, it's a real buy low, you know, high ceiling. He made $11 million last year to hit a buck 77 and 21 home runs. I can't I'm tell sure he you. walked a lot, though. I can't tell you. What, was, what were his numbers? Uh, what were his see. walk? What was his, on, what was his OBP? What was his OPS plus? You know, the things that, that really matter for 11 million dollars. He uh his OPS was 741. He uh, his OBP last year after a 177 batting average was 301. So, 3 out of 10 times he gets on base. Right. And uh didn't slug a lot last year. Yeah, 0.5 war. So, half half war, half for, war a, player a, for, for 11 season. million yeah. bucks is what he made last year. I'm going to pass. I for me, I'm going to do a hard pass on Joey Gallo. 
Because unlike the pitching department, it's not like we say, hey, get him in here. Flaherty will fix him up. <laughs> right? You, don't, you definitely don't feel that. We've seen better players than Joey Gallo come here and be terrible. Maybe it works the uh, the inverse is true. You bring in a guy that had a bad year, maybe he, he hits it uh, out of the ballpark 40 times. I don't know that that's the case. I don't know what's up with that guy. Uh, I don't know that I want to spend $11 million, Ben, to bring in a Joey Gallo to play first, play some outfield uh, DH. I, I just I don't know that he's the right. Younger than I thought. I just turned 30 last year. Dude, week. I know. I mean, the power is prodigious. It's prodigious. When he gets it, <laughs> when he gets it, it goes. But those 40 home run seasons, those were 2017 and 2018. What's he done since? Uh, let's see. As you said, 21 last year, had uh, 19 in 2022. Had did Injured. have thirty eight in twenty twenty one. That's not bad. Two teams, Texas and the New York Yankees, and then uh, had ten in twenty twenty, but that was the shortened season. Yeah, so. I do not do not want Joey Gallo. Not for that price. No, not for. Yeah, it's never really buy low with these guys. You get Joey Gallo for seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars. There's, no, there's, right. there's, there's no never buy low. buy low. Right. The only buy low is develop your own players. That's it. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, you, you get him for league minimum? Okay, yeah, I'll take the invite to spring training for Joey Gallo, see if he figures it figures it out. You got a million bucks for Nelly Cruz. He didn't even make it till the All-Star break last year. So, yeah, the other guy that made a million bucks, he had six at-bats, uh, Adam Eaton. Yeah, we, we got to hit on some of these guys at some point. You got to hit on some of these guys. Some of these guys have was, to contribute. Um, it was actually, it wasn't Adam Eaton. We had the... It was. No, for the Padres? Yeah. No, no, no. Who was uh, the... Angle. Adam, Adam Angle. Angle. Sorry. It was Adam, Adam Angle. Eaton, Adam, Adam Angle. Angle. You had the Adam and the E right. Yep. You just uh, you, your last few letters were off. Terrible. All right, uh, Paulie's got around the report. We're going to talk halftime shows a little bit here, and get things started here with our edition today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a all right. All right. Don't forget, away. after uh, Polly gives his three headlines, we'll have our biggest fan name to read out this morning. Go ahead, Polly. All right. Let's start uh, Thanksgiving halftime show performances. One of them I absolutely loved. The other two I kind of hated. We'll start with uh, one that I hated. Jack Harlow in the uh, Lions-Packers morning game on Thanksgiving. You've seen the clip of a Creed flying around yeah. Dallas Stadium for the last 20 years now. It's always a thing. It's like the Super Bowl light on Thanksgiving Day. Yep. You get a good performance. Nothing too absurd. So uh, Jack Harlow playing in Detroit wasn't great. The ones that hit me the most look just like me. You tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I'll he just kind of, I mean, stood there. Isn't that Jack Harlow? That's that's Jack Harlow. That's yeah. what you're getting when you get Jack Harlow. It's not his fault for being Jack Harlow. For being terrible. Oh. Now, now I mean, his, you, you apologized to Jack Harlow The recently. production value of the Jack Harlow show was, I thought, what was really in question. It wasn't he like, good. He like came out in front of this, it looked like a pop-up tent. Like a... 
Like an igloo? Yeah. Like, like a fake? Like a pop-up igloo. <laughs> like, some, like the blow-up things you can get at Walmart yeah. for 40 bucks. I had some really funny tweets about Jack Harlow's performance. Uh, this one from uh, Andrew. Babe, get in here. You're missing Jack Harlow mumbling in front of a tent. <laughs> mumbling in front of a tent. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then it was this other guy that was standing behind him. <laughs> Brian tweeted, I legitimately thought the dude in the blue fur hat was the worst ASL translator ever for the first minute of the Jack Harlow halftime performance. I, I thought uh, Seattle hosted the nightcap on NBC. Oh, one more. Chris said this Jack Harlow set budget was like $36. <laughs> 36 bucks. Yeah, it's like a Ben and Woods set, pretty exactly. much all cobbled together out of our own pocket. I know. I thought Seattle got Can't screwed relate. the most. Uh, they had Steve Aoki, who's a very, very famous DJ, but it just didn't, it felt so weird for halftime at a football game, division yeah. rivalry, Seattle and San Francisco. Did you see Atlanta had Ludacris falling? I didn't see that. In, he was like, like hanging repelling from in from the ceiling, and he was rapping. That He's was now your cool. new State Farm um, oh, commercial yes. guy oh, as nice. well. Yeah, like a good neighbor. Ludacris is now there. I like Steve Aoki was, <laughs> and like NBC just cut Seattle. away from it. The performance at halftime from one of the great DJs, Steve Aoki, entertaining the crowd. Cold. Blake Snell is enjoying the heck oh, out of this performance. I'm sure. And that was it. That was all you got. That's all you got. See if you were watching okay. the cut to commercial. But, ladies and gentlemen, we go to Dallas. The uh, second game on the slate, and Dolly freaking Parton. Looked up from my uh, looked up at the TV. I go, yeah. whoa, double, whoa, double take. whoa! Another day working today. We're in the Cowboys cheerleader yeah, costume. Yeah, in full Cowboys cheerleader costume. Am I right? I wrote a song for you. You're gonna help me out. Let's go. Well, I took out of bed and I stumbled to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition, yawn and stretch and try to come alive. Good. Was she 77 years 77. old? 77. Yeah, I googled it. Shame and on I, anyone who like said, "Oh, Dolly shouldn't be in the Cowboys cheerleader outfit." She looked fantastic. She looked amazing. Fantastic. I said, uh, "I said to my wife, I go, I bet the most googled question in a, in the world right now is how old is Dolly Parton? Yeah, no question. <laughs> 77 years old. Second most googled word. She's was, also a wonderful human being. Was Gilf. <laughs> I, know, I got that reference good for you <laughs> I uh, caught a little bit of Dolly Parton last week I think it was she was on with Howard Stern new book coming out and all that and I go is there anybody out there that doesn't like Dolly Parton that you can't love you gotta, she's yeah. great she's fantastic she's fantastic uh, great halftime show but she looked great those were the three uh, up next oh my goodness I'm watching Red Zone yesterday boys you oh, I'm sure you no, saw it got me yeah. yes I was watching live I don't know three o'clock maybe ish when I, I text you guys I'm like are you watching Red Zone right now they had to evacuate the building at NFL Network uh, I think it's all set up right there in Inglewood next to SoFi Stadium now they moved from Carson NFL City. media yeah it's headquartered in Inglewood and Scott Hansen the absolute pro that he is you hear the alarm blaring throughout the studio and he's like i have to leave 
We're going to just leave it on this game. I think it was Buffalo and Philadelphia. Listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a first in my 20-something year broadcasting career. We have an alarm going off in the studios of NFL Red Zone right now in our studios here in Inglewood, California. We are being told we need to evacuate the building. We do not know the nature of the emergency. You can probably hear the alarm going right over the top of my right shoulder here. Uh, as it is something absolutely unprecedented for us, we have this game on the closest game, the Philadelphia and Buffalo game. Our control room needs to evacuate at this time. The studio in which I'm standing needs to evacuate at this time. We are all good right now. We're remaining calm, but we are following protocols, as I'm sure you all would at your places of work. Uh, so to be continued, hopefully, although this game is in the fourth quarter, I will come back and give you a live update if and when I am able to. Thank you for your understanding and your patience. Is Here patience? is third and 13 for the Buffalo Bills. I give him a pass. He's what got an alarm patience? going off. They're calling for an evacuation. Thank it, you for your patience. It wasn't, I don't know, maybe less than five minutes later. He's back. That, that beautiful man back. who I spend my Sundays with returned. And we come back into the studio right now. I am reminded of an old Chinese proverb which says, May you live to see interesting times. I've never had this happen before. I'm pretty sure all of our professionals haven't either. But we soldier on with the top five plays of the day on I NFL. Thought it was my, I, was, well, I was in, the office, in my office working and the kids were playing in the living room. I had it on, and I was just punching up some notes, and I heard it, and I thought it was one of their cars that they left on. I didn't know because I wasn't listening to it. I was just it was it was just playing along. This happened to me once. I was actually hosting Padres pre and post game show on our sister station before they moved it to ninety seven three. It was on ninety four nine. Yeah, and I think Jesse and Uncle Teddy there. was calling the game. Wow. And like the seventh or eighth inning, we were in a different building. Remember that high rise that they used yeah. to be in? So I met my wife. And the um, and the evacuation alarm went off, and we said, "You need, yeah, you need to get out of the building." Yeah. That included the board up. So Jesse and Uncle Teddy just had to vamp, vamp. like the fat last four innings and through the post game show with no, there's no one to go to commercial or anything. So I, Jesse can probably tell you the story better than I can. We went down. We were in the parking lot. I had no idea what was going on. By the time they let us back in the building, post game show was over. I, I was done for the day. So they had a nothing bunt cakes over in the uh, in that shopping center. Yeah, you could have hit yeah, that. There's there a Mexican oh, uh, food, so food spot. You can go get some tacos while yeah. you waited. And a bunt cake. We could not get back into the building. To finish the uh, the post game show or the broadcast, so yeah, I'm sure that was uh, one of the tougher days for Dave Marcus and, and Jesse and, and Uncle Teddy it's back a nightmare, then. Nightmare, man, nightmare. But at least uh, Scott Hansen got back in fairly yeah, quickly. And nothing. They never said what happened. That was wild to watch live. I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? All right, and gentlemen, finally, uh, some very. This is a very feel good story, and this all happened five or six years ago, but. The story came out two or three days ago and was making the rounds. And it's about a uh, middle school, I think it was a middle school principal in Kentucky who was sent a student to the uh, principal's office. They threw some yogurt or something and they were getting, uh, you know, detention, getting reprimanded. And the principal and his wife ended up fostering this student and they have adopted her and welcomed her into their family. Listen to this news clip. She said that she had thrown a cup of yogurt at lunch. And uh, I asked, well, if you were out at a restaurant 
would you do that there? And I was like, I've never really been to a restaurant. I don't really have a family. I'm in a group home. They say that a mother falls in love with a child at first sight. And I can remember Raven walking into that room that day, that scared little kid. And I'm, I just knew in my heart, this is what's supposed to be. The same weekend, we went and painted the room my favorite color, teal. I just like knew that everything happens for a reason. I, again, the Thanks story for that was... emotional terrorism uh, on a Monday, Paul. <laughs> That's good news. That's a good story with a great ending. Woods, don't throw your yogurt in the hopes that something good is going to happen over there, by the way. <laughs> Chance is one of my kids. My kids love to throw their yogurt, specifically. Yogurt. Yogurt. The cup? Just toss the yeah, cup? Yeah, cup or like the little tube. It's, oh, yogurt. Eat it and throw it on the ground. Cool. I, spoon uh, and you can, like, anyone it. who would adopt is amazing. I mean, I can barely handle my own children as you can barely handle your own children. Can you imagine just going and shopping for another one right now? Oh, I've my done goodness the, gracious. I've done the process. I know it's you a have. a very difficult process. I know you to have. Do. That's I just, uh, this story true saints among us. Clearly not planned. <laughs> you know, they were not looking That's wild, man. She child. walks in and gets in trouble. About to give her detention. Did you get- throw a cup of yogurt? We'd like to take you home with us. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Let's get the paperwork started. That is wild. Good for them. Thank you for that, Paulie. You're welcome. You're right, though. A little emotional terrorism. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. On a Monday. Let's uh, let's uh, do the reverse and reward someone. It is time for the name of today's biggest fan. If you hear your name called, you will have 10 minutes to call us back. Exactly 10, not a minute more, at 833-288-0973 to qualify for our grand prize. 20 tickets in the Odyssey Suite to a 2024 Padres game with all your friends, all the fans' hosts. Uh, if you want to have your name called, you got to go to 973thefansd.com slash biggest fan today. Today's biggest fan is Nookie Chittapong from San Diego. Nookie Chittapong, you are on the clock. 833-288-0973. The biggest fan contest presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. I'll have another name at 1130 and at 5 o'clock this afternoon in our biggest fan contest. I wonder so how accurate. probably be like 4 o'clock. I think they're off early for Monday Night Football. Oh, that's right. 4 o'clock today. Thank you, Polly. wonder how accurate you were with that name. Do you want me to spell it? Yeah. You, here, how would you pronounce it? it? Here's the here's the name. Look, there. Where? There it is. Oh, yeah. It's good. Nuki Chittafong. That's what I said. Nuki. Nu- oh, sorry. Nuki. Nuki. I'd say Chittafong. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. C-H. More of a Thai pronunciation there, perhaps. Yes, sure. Either way, you're on the clock. It's not going to be like last week when we had... Jeremy Smith and like four Jeremy Smiths called us at the same if time. More than one, card, but you never do know. I don't want to. All right, eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. We'll come back after a check of traffic. Don't forget, we still have Rolling Stones tickets to oh give away God. later as well. Holy, you're on ninety seven three. The fan.
couple of more pictures posted today by their Japanese league teams. Uh, tweet from Bob Nightingale just five seconds ago. Shota Imanaga and Naoyuki Uwasawa have been officially posted teams until have a January 11th to sign those players. Glad you read those because I, I saw that earlier. I said, ah, I'm going to avoid this one. I'll let you do it. Fair enough. Yeah. Either of those, someone the pot, I'm sure they've been well scouted. By the San Diego Padres. Yeah, along with uh, 25 other teams will be very interested in any of these guys. And yeah, in a vacuum, sure. Go out and get the best guys you can. Uh, price for pitching, as we've seen, is going to be sky high. Uh, best way to acquire some controllable talent is probably by trading some controllable talent. Uh, do we know, did you talk to our, our pal Kevin at Mad Friars yet? We're going to get him on. Maybe tomorrow would be the best day. Um and and ask him, you know, essentially, which what could fetch us the most in return? Well, I think the biggest question right now is the guy that uh, you and Polly ran into last week at the well, Mike Schilt press conference. He's as good as gone now because me and Polly ran into him and tweeted a picture of him. So he's as good as gone. Jackson, <laughs> there, of there are certainly about. reasons why the Padres, if they're going to trade one of their top prospects, it would be Jackson Merrill. Yeah, let's see. First of all. Where are you going to play Jackson Merrill in the big leagues? He is a shortstop. You have Xander Bogarts locked up for a decade. You have Fernando Tatis Jr., who still has you know designs on playing yes. shortstop, locked up for more than a decade. So position-wise, you've got an issue. Now, you could move Jackson Merrill and work him into being an outfielder or some other position. Secondly, though, Jackson Merrill is the most major league ready or closest to it of your top prospects, which means he will have likely the highest value for you know other teams that are willing to give up maybe pitching for Jackson Merrill. That's the kind of guy that you'd target if you were another team going, hey, we don't want to give up pitching, but we really like this guy and we think he we need a shortstop badly and he might be our shortstop cheaply for the next six years, seven years, if we get him right now, we can give up some pitching for that. I wonder if our beloved Miami Marlins would be interested in, in working a deal as they need a shortstop badly. And uh, but again, I, I don't know how much they want to go through the you know, he's 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 a prospect, so that means he's a project, and and you don't know that he's going to come to this level and hit, uh, you know, hit hit at that level lights lights out right away. They need somebody that's ready to go. There was a playoff team last year, but they have a lot of good young pitching coming up. But again, what are you getting back? You're getting back a good young prospect, more than likely somebody that maybe got a cup of coffee. You're not you're not going to get who who in your mind when you think trading a Jackson Merrill for you're not going to get a a team's number three starter. Number four starter, even. Well, I think it depends on a lot of factors. I mean, who's got so many? How, starting... how much control is left on? If it's just one year, one year that's two, different is... than having like three years of control but left on a pitcher. Do, do you want to do that? I mean, do you? You do have to go for it next year, and by go for it, I mean go out and make. It's weird how well, things change. Unless you trade Juan Soto, then you can kind of just. It's going to be. It's going to be hard to reconcile in my brain. Oh no no we're we're going for it yeah I know we traded Juan Soto yeah, you can't I and don't Jackson know that Merrill I can't be for a, on that. A, and Jackson Merrill for a for one year of a guy that's tough it's tough they're in its weird kind of limbo you know they really are I mean to, I mean if you're trading for pitching though that's a sign that you're trying to win now if you're trading prospects for pitching or it's a sign you're that you have to win no now. pitchers well <laughs> I mean so. but if you're not trying to win 
Doesn't matter if you have no pitchers. Well, tr- try save your prospects for next. You know, save your prospects for when you really think you're going to win in 2025 or. But six. you signed guys to long term deals that aren't. They don't want to go through. A well, rebuild. that's why you're, they're going to get a year old. That's why you're not. At, there's you're no, trying to play. There's no way the Padres are rebuilding in 2024, even if they trade Juan Soto. I guarantee you, Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. and Xander Bogarts are showing up to Peoria thinking. We are going to win. We're going to the playoffs, and we're going to try to win a World Series, even if Juan Soto is not on the team. And if Matt Waldron is their third starter. They're going to say, hey, we better score nine runs on the days that he pitches. It's it's what I'm talking about. It's this weird, it's a tweener. Rebuild's not the right word. But it's not a teardown. Don't tell me we're all in. And you trade Juan Soto. And we traded Juan Soto. I mean, how many teams are all in every year? Like, we are all in to win a World Series. Six, every, five, every year. At, at, five I, I would say maybe two or three. Every every team always holds back a little bit here or there. I mean, does anyone really mortgage everything? We do. Here. <laughs> We're the only one. We, we, we kind of did last year a little yeah, bit. No doubt. It didn't work out very well. But there are very few teams. Sometimes teams win the World Series without being all in, by the way. A lot of times, in but fact. if you're trying to the, win in 2024, is whatever you traded Juan Soto for, is that really going to be better? Is that going to help you in 2024 more, more than, than Juan, Juan Soto? in your lineup would. Might yeah. help you in 2025, but we're talking about 2024. Dodgers, I, I don't have, made think a, it Dodgers have made a move. They did. Their stove oh, right. is heating up. Bringing back uh, Jason Hayward for one more year. What He's did he back. 40 bombs last year? Did he? No. No, no, no. I was kidding. I was oh, kidding. Uh, yeah. Jason Hayward. Nine back. million. Nine million. He's a good, good defender as well, though. Very good. He's better player than I think most people give him credit. Thirty-four for. years old. Found a stroke a little bit with them. There you go. All right. I don't know. It's hard to play both sides of the fence. It's hard to you, say. I'm oh, just no, saying we're, you we're... don't have to be all in to win a World Series. Okay, but you don't. You can't win a World Series by. Not being in a little bit. By just they, being they in on the guys in. you've already signed. They will be in. No, you can. I mean, they will be in on lots of good guys. They are, they've already signed those guys. They're already here. I know, but I, if, if the Padres had never traded for Juan Soto, it hadn't worked out at all, and Juan Soto was still on the Nationals, re-signed with the Nationals, say he signed that $444 million deal. deal, and the Padres never had a chance to get him, you would be very excited about this upcoming season. I mean, with the players that they had. Even without Juan Soto, you you, you would, because they have lots of good players. You'd be they have three good players, so I'd be excited <laughs> for to see those three good players. After that, I'd go here we go again. And by the way, we just lost all our pitching, so no, I don't know that I would be excited. Hence my non excitement well, about twenty twenty four. I'm assuming yet. if they do trade Juan I'll give Soto, like four and a half, that good they players. will find Hassan Kim is a good player. Hopefully, that they will take some of those resources, whether in in the Soto trade or through money saved in free agency, that they will replenish some of the pitching if they do trade Juan Soto. And then they'll have a decent, hopefully, pitching staff to go with some star players. And, yeah, you'll be counting on some guys, hopefully having better seasons, maybe like a Jake in the back of the lineup. That's not maybe all in, but it's certainly in to a certain extent to try to win a World Series. Yes, yes. you're playing okay. baseball. You're also playing the games on your schedule. Correct. More than says in the chat. I mean, after after Darvish and Musgrove, who are by the way getting older, by the way coming off injury uh, seasons, looking at Waldron, Avila, Morihone, and Snelling? Question mark. Yes. I mean, that's- yes, that's what it looks like if you keep Juan Soto. Maybe. Now, are you all in if you do that with that pitching staff? No. 
But you're also not all in if you trade Juan Soto and use that to get a good staff together for next does year. He, does he net me a good staff? He might, well, he might. Or he nets you the money savings that allows you to buy a better staff. He nets. He saves you $33 million. Yeah. What are you getting for $33 million? Two you pictures. get a Kenta Maeda and a Kenta Maeda. <laughs> That's it. I'll get a steak sandwich and a steak sandwich. <laughs> you still need two more after that, at least. Mm-hmm. Plus some bullpen help. Super fun combo. All right, it is time to uh, give away our first pair of Rolling Stones tickets. Come on. Go. The Stones in concert July 10th at SoFi Stadium up in Englewood. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. To win them, though, you not only need to call in 833-288-0973, you need to identify our Daily Diddy Stone song from this morning around 6.23 a.m. If you know it, tell it to Polly, and you will win a pair of tickets to the Stones in concert. Polly, take some random callers as they come in, 833-288-0973. See who knows the answer, giving away the Stones tickets, and we'll come back with our final segment of Ben and Woods next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Congratulations to Tracy, who won our first pair of Rolling Stones tickets. Congratulations, Tracy. Everybody else, good news. we got four more days of Rolling Stones tickets. Uh, just remember, be listening to the Daily Ditty in the morning so you know the song later in the day to pass along Is that for too your chance easy? to win. Is that too easy of a bit? I don't think. Okay. I mean, the difficulty of it really is irrelevant to me. Okay. We're just trying to get people to listen for as long as possible smart. to our show. That's very smart. That's yeah. That's Radio 101 for you right there. Yeah. Coming. That's the, the the art of the tease. Now, yeah, we could make a complicated Rolling Stones trivia contest <laughs> challenge competition and to really wins. find someone very worthy of the Stones tickets, but. I don't know that that gets people listening at all. We just That's want true. you to listen in the morning and then listen again later in the show. You know what I hate about radio <laughs> is when you somebody teases something early and then they never get to. It. Like it takes hours to get to. You, don't don't fool me like you that. You sent me an email yesterday yeah. that talked about gratitude. Yes. You know, for the season. And it was a radio one of those radio insider yeah, newsletter type things. He's my former radio yeah. consultant. And he, Randy he, he said there are Hello. still there are still stations when you win a prize yeah. they will make you record. <laughs> Who gave you that prize? That <laughs> oh, was ninety seven three. The fans praise that page. Yeah. So good, dude. And he said, "How about just appreciating the people who are listening and he's, calling?" And I, he was brilliant. exactly right. He's brilliant. We're thanking you for listening. Yeah. And we appreciate your listening. Yeah, yeah. Tell them who gave you that prize. <laughs> tell them, tell them who gave you those stones tickets. Uh, Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
<laughs> so instead, Tracy, thank you for listening. Congratulations. Appreciate I hope you really you. enjoy the stones. And we will give everybody another opportunity to win tomorrow without putting you through too much of the ringer. It is a killer, killer prize. Killer prize. Stones tickets. My God. But, you know, it goes to a little more, you know, get a little dedication of listening. Just, you know, goes a long way toward winning the prize. No question. The day. No question. Uh, speaking of dedicated, if you tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti oh, every Friday night at 6 p.m., you are a dedicated football fan. You get analysis from Boomer, picks from Mike, all the biggest stories in the league packed into one hour, always here on the fan and on the Odyssey app presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. We'll be back to wrap things up here on Ben and Woods right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Find out at the uh, top of the hour, a little bit after, if the uh, Aztecs are back in the top twenty-five with their five and one record. I will, I will only make one prediction because I don't really know what they're doing in terms of the voting. If that one loss will still be held against them, even though they've got a top twenty-five uh, Ken Palm computer ranking, I don't think they'll be the highest ranked Mountain West team. Though, if there is a Mountain West team in the top twenty-five, Colorado State might be higher. They beat Creighton. Uh, I think it was on Damn. Thanksgiving Day. Eighth-ranked Creighton, and they won by like 20. The uh, The Rams look like they could be a very legitimate foil for the Aztecs in the Mountain West this year. Uh, a yin to their yang, as it from? were. I don't... I mean, you know, they've always had pretty decent teams with uh, Nico Medved as their coach. Have some players coming back, but I don't think anyone predicted quite this good out of Colorado State early in the year. So um, if there is a team in the top 25 for the Mountain West, it might not be the Aztecs, even though they their numbers are really good, their metrics are really good. Colorado State has a very signature win now uh, that's going to impress some people, and they're undefeated at 6-0. and So uh, we'll know uh, at this time in about 30 minutes at the very uh, latest if the Aztecs are back in the top 25, they'll play tonight at home at Viejas Arena, 7 o'clock tip against Point Loma Nazarene, which is a Division II school, a very good Division II school. They've been to the Final Four recently out of Division II, but not really a game that helps you at all. I don't think right. it even really counts in your rankings or metrics or anything when you play a Division II opponent. So, um, and it's a quick turnaround after playing on Saturday. So I think they're going to count on their superior athleticism and size to carry them a little bit more for this game. And then uh, they go to a tough game later in the week. Uh, well, they got UCSD at UCSD, and then they go to Grand Canyon, which is always a tough place. I've been there. They actually like pay their students to go to the games, so oh. it's a very loud. They like give them free like dinner and big raucous atmosphere, and they absolutely pack this fairly small little arena that they have. It's not a fun place to go play. It's like Plugola or something. A little bit. It's, yeah, it shouldn't be allowed. It feels feels wrong. Don't get any ideas. Too yeah, once. so it's not that's happening. it's not a fun place to play, and that'll be the next. Uh, Dangerous game for the Aztecs Once on their schedule, which is next week. Yeah, to here, here's forty dollars. <laughs> Thank you, uh, babe. Why, why, why are you yeah, selling your car? Yeah. I had to pay our listeners. Um, <laughs> now, listen. All our all our success has been earned. We're not uh, we're not cheats. We would never cheat the system. Uh, listen, would you have them at in Ken Palm? Twenty one. Thirty for thirty one. Twenty one. What this is? November twenty fifth. That was two days ago. On Ken Palm's top Aztecs play, dropped last to night. 31st offensively in Ken Palm. They were well, I don't, but overall, they're 21st overall. Mm, yeah, right. Idiot. Yeah, more. Offensively, but they're defensively higher than that, even. I got 22 actually this morning right, now. So you were wrong. 
They well, they dropped last night. By you were spot. so you were wrong. I guess well, so. You were twenty one. They're not twenty two. You did have inaccurate. I mean, it's constantly so updating to everyone. Constantly updating. That Ken Palm just sitting in Tw- his house, Florida Atlantic. What's his name? Ken Pomeranz. Ken Pomeroy. Ken Pomeroy. Just sitting in his house, messing with rankings all day. He's Made not related rankings. to Drew Pomeranz. They're not. They're not related. So, that guy okay. ever just get drunk with power? He's like, I control. Yeah, everything. I control everything. Watch just this because of my name. I know Ben Higgins will talk about my rankings on ninety-seven-three. The fan. <laughs> I bl- I like. I think computer rankings in, you know, take out the. As human beings, whether you know you're voting on a college football, college basketball top twenty-five, or even plug it in the like computer power rankings, you're always clouded by, you know, like recency bias, and well, you, no, know, you can't watch. The Aztecs every... are never clouded by recency bias because they haven't been ranked all season. Well, I mean, <laughs> name brand recognition—they were in the championship. They game were last year. Mm. So. The, uh, Didn't really help them in football. Is the Mountain West championship game going to be decided, or was it? It was already decided. It was decided. It was by, yes, they had a three-way tie. Oh, really? And all the tiebreakers just came out evenly, so they ended up <laughs> what deciding. What bangers made it? So it was between San Jose State, <laughs> Boise State, Ooh. and UNLV. Were okay. the three teams that tied for first place. One beat the other, beat the other, beat the other, so they couldn't do it on head-to-head. So it came down to the computer rankings. UNLV was clearly the best, so they get the they get to host the championship game. It came down to like one or two spots in the computer ranking between Boise State and San Jose State, and it'll be Boise State at UNLV in the Mountain West Championship game. I think it's a Friday night game. How are you feeling if you're San Jose State? <laughs> a little disappointed. <laughs> I mean, disappointed. I guess you should have scheduled someone a little tougher in the non-conference to help yeah. those computer metrics uh, earlier in the season. For Boise State, they fire. Remember, they fired their coach the same day that Brady Hope retired. Retired, um, and they have an interim head coach who has now led them to the conference championship game and a chance to win the Mountain West Conference this week against UNLV. So, hey, you never give up. You never see. You see what happens, and uh, and they will play the Running Rebels in Las Vegas for the title in the Mountain West Banger. on computer rankings. You're, you're absolutely right about that. Banger point. of a game. Banger, straight up. Um, I don't think there's going to be any playoff games at SoFi Stadium this year in the NFL. Uh, Chargers are now four and seven after losing to the Ravens. The Rams are only a game out of a wild card spot, but they tend to probably be one of those starting on the road type wild card teams. They're not going to win the division against the 49ers. So you're not going to see any playoff games there this year. The Super Bowl will be in Las Vegas. So there will be at least one playoff game at Allegiant Stadium this year. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's the Las Vegas first ever Las Vegas Super Bowl. I feel oh, like you're. Yeah. Di- I feel like you're dying right I now. I am a little yeah, bit. Yeah, digging it's just for it's the last five minutes just of the, the show. Last five minutes. You know, this is we how can do it in silence. A, we could sit in silence. I don't think we can. We could. I believe that's a violation. Radio one hundred and one violation. It's not a violation. At I all. know you like to do things a little differently sometimes, but I'm not a big believer. You always threaten. We can just sit in silence, and I don't think we can. Like, who says we can't? Um, I just think it would cause a lot of confusion for the listeners. No, what? Like, where, talk, where we spin ben the Woods? topic wheel. I haven't spun the topic oh, wheel in like a week. That's fine. I could just fire up some uh, Tomosa and we can just sit here yeah. and just. I'd rather do the topic wheel. All right, let's talk spin it for the last minute or two here. Dumosa's good too. You can do both, actually. Dumosa with the topic wheel. Dumosa took your wife to task on Twitter. This he did. Morning. He got her this morning. <laughs> yeah, she said so. She was asking. Uh, she was soliciting places to stay in Big Bear. She said nothing old. No, nothing. Or rustic. Nothing rustic. 
And he said, sweetheart, you're in the mountains. You're in the mountains. Everything's <laughs> rusty. I said, only Bobby Cressy could get away from calling my wife sweetheart. <laughs> All right, I like this question. If All you right. could see one movie again for the first oh, time, oh, what would one. it be and why? Ooh. I'll start. God. Because I kind of got to experience this uh, on Thanksgiving. My sister-in-law was in town, and she had never seen one of my... I mean, it's top three for me. Crazy Stupid Love with Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, and Stone. And the way that those storylines are intertwined, yeah. that you have no idea you about. You really don't know. Yeah. Until a big scene towards the end of the movie. That Ryan Gosling's got a nice body in that movie. He's got a nice everything. I mean, he is just He's put just, together yeah. in that movie. Yeah. You remind me a little bit of the Steve Carell character, Ben. <laughs> are you Steve Jobs? Then you have no reason to be wearing 407 sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that movie, Crazy Stupid Love? I don't think so. It reminds, oh, yeah, it reminds me of it. It's so good. And my sister had never seen it. So when that scene comes around, where it all comes together, I'm like looking out of the corner of my eye and watching yes. her reaction. She's like, oh, oh my God. I mean, my first instinct is to pick something with a real surprise twist, like The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. I don't know that I love The Sixth Sense enough, though, that I want that to be the movie that I get to go back and see for the first time again. Now, there's certain movies that I, I enjoy more as I've watched them, like The Matrix. I don't know that I totally got it the first time. Yeah, you and don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> so I don't know. You're do not I, supposed to do get I it. want to go back and watch that for the first time again, or no, am I just going to no. be, be confused all over again <laughs> mine, if, I, if I watch that one? Mine is like a, 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 a visceral reaction, like Goodfellas <laughs> or like Heat. Oh, my God. I saw Heat in the theater. I mean, I left heat. I was like, I need a cigarette. Somebody needs to give me a cigarette. I was, I was spent at the end of it. That uh, the town was another one that I, I just I wouldn't loved. mind like going way back, like to try, seeing like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, when the we theater, were kids, like from yeah. the kid, like seeing that for the first time again. That would be really like cool. The rest, There's got to be like twists. There's I don't be... need twists. I just need a badass. Like man, I just saw a I badass just, I mean, movie. I'm trying to think, like, super bad. I saw that in theaters when it came out, and it's probably the hardest I've ever laughed at a movie. It's pretty the funny. first time I saw that, it was so outrageous. Yeah. That or, like, The Hangover was also something about category. Mary laid me out. One of those would be laid me bad. out. Just killed me. All right, go ahead. Another one. Uh, if you could live in another historical period, would you, and which one? I'm pretty happy. I think we romanticize oh, other periods. We like, really do. Oh, it would be awesome to live in Victorian England. I don't think it would be. It wouldn't. I think it would suck. Odors and whatnot. And <laughs> I, would, I, wouldn't even wanna, yeah. I wouldn't even want to grow up in like the 50s. <laughs> like, 60s, I would be. You would want to go back to the 60s. Mm-hmm. Free love. I would have crushed the sixties. Free love. No, not that. Just that would have been my. This is the best Long music. Hair. But born in like nineteen forty-five. Yeah, so then you're like fifteen. Fifteen. And yeah, gone. and then you see the Beatles, and you, you, I think it, it'd be very stressful. You have a lot of uncertainty. Well, there's in the a lot world. of war and stuff, but it's pretty Cuban uncertain. missile crisis. Yeah, that was pretty dicey. You know, a lot of stuff going. on, I always on had too. this fa- this romanticized. It's probably from watching like. Um, Bronx Tale of growing up in like Brooklyn in the fifties. 
playing stickball in the street. You know what I mean? But I kind of like, there's no air conditioning. I kind of have this like little house on the prairie, like oh, you terrible, know, freshly baked bread. <laughs> terrible. And, I, I wouldn't want to do any farm work yeah, or anything. That so. you have to go really, collect the water yeah, for? Forget really, it. Really would not want to do that. <laughs> but, I'm with you. You know, sitting in a, in a fire. Well, with a... it's five o'clock. It's dark. <laughs> Light the lamp, Paul. <laughs> Forget it, dude. Forget it. So, what do you guys want to do tonight? I got an idea. Nothing. Let's sit here. We'll all read from our Bible, and then we'll all go to bed on our feathers, feathers stuffed in a sack. Forget it, dude. You'd make it one day. You would. You literally would make it one day in a little house. You wouldn't eat. You wouldn't sleep. You'd be bored out of your mind. Pretty much need an iPhone nowadays to survive. What are we doing tonight? We're doing jackass like we do every night. (laughs) A little sing-along once again. Mama's going to play the spoons. Oh, we're done. (laughs) Coach is next. You're Paulie and Woodsy. I'm Ben. Have a great Monday. So long. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.